You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, we're going back in the archives, my friend. I've been doing this for quite a bit of episodes now. Maybe like this is the fourth time doing it. What am I doing here? What am I even talking about the archives? I like to say this is an episode, like many episodes, that when I was first putting out episodes, just didn't get a lot of traction. Mostly because I probably botched the title. I know that a lot of guys do listen to different episodes depending on the title. That's just how it goes. And it's a shame because when I put a title on it, maybe it's not as attractive for a guy to listen to it, but then so many guys miss out on really quality advice and you need to hear it. So I took an older episode. When I say older, I mean about, actually this one is pretty old. This one's uh, six years ago. Just because it's old though, it doesn't mean the advice isn't up to date or doesn't work. So, and I make sure of it. I listen to the episode and make sure that it's all good. Nothing's really out of date anyways. But I checked this episode out and I'm like, this has to get kicked up to the front. This does not deserve the, let's see, 1,100 downloads that it got. And every month, it only gets maybe like 30 downloads. That means that not many people are listening to it. And that's, again, a shame. There's really good stuff in here. I'm talking about approaching women during the day and night, best mindsets to do so. I'm answering a voicemail from a guy who has trouble with approaching women. And you're going to hear how his mindset is basically wrecking his ability to be able to talk to women during those opportunities when you want to talk to a woman when you're at a bar or when you're on the sidewalk walking or there's a girl at the grocery store or at a bookstore or wherever you're do whatever you're doing when you're out and guys please get out of the house i know it's so easy to sit home and watch netflix and hulu and everything and and i know it's easy to just sit there on your phone all day we have all the entertainment in the world and every single thing and in, in that you can think of gets delivered to you. You literally never have to leave your home. It's so sad. But please, guys, get out. Leave your home. You're going to see how many women are available to, to talk to you. And I wanted to make this note when it comes to approaching before we get into the meat of the episode. But there's something I need to be talking to you guys about when it comes to talking to women in person. There is just, there's a lot of talk about this all over the internet and a a listener of the podcast who is listening to most episodes and he's probably listening to this one right now sent me a reddit thread in the socializing subreddit talking about why you should not a cold approach women and of course the entire thread was all just women talking about how they don't want to be approached. And this really ticks me off because, and I talked about this on a recent episode too, but it was more about how someone commented on a post. I'm talking about an actual whole Reddit thread. But it ticks me off because it's discouraging guys from going out and talking to women. And I have so many stories and our coach here at TripAdvice, Eric, has so many stories 
about guys who have done approaches, by the way, myself included in this, obviously, who have done approaches and met their, their wives, their girlfriends. They've taken women on dates. Our clients in the TripAdvice Accelerator Coaching Program have approached women and gotten dates and girlfriends. I mean, it's crazy, the opportunity. The problem is, is all these women are complaining about it and they're saying you shouldn't do it only because they're having bad experiences with it. Which, you know what? I'll, I'll be empathetic. I understand. I understand when you have your own experience where something is happening, you might generalize and say, oh, well, since this happened to me, it's just not good. But that's not a smart thing to do. But I understand why it happens. Either way, what's happening is they're not getting approached by the guys who listen to this podcast. They're getting approached by creepy guys, by guys who don't know what they're doing. But I don't give a crap because I know that there's going to be guys out there who are going to do it wrong, but that should not ruin it for the rest of the guys who are going to do it appropriately and correctly. I also believe that a lot of these women, the only reason why they don't like the approaches that these guys do, or they're like, no, don't do cold approach. Don't, don't approach women. That's the worst way to meet women. The only reason why they're saying that is because they're getting approached by guys they're not attracted to. And guys who are doing it weird and creepy. But if a guy did it correctly, and it was a guy that she might be attracted to, I bet you it would turn around the whole thing. And I know that there's probably going to be an exception there. There's going to be a few women that will say, no, I don't want any guy to approach me ever. I don't care how good looking he is. I'm sure that exists. But just because of that, does that mean you shouldn't approach? Absolutely not. And I know I could be, I could be, you know, shooting myself in the foot here by saying this. And then there's going to be a guy listening to this episode going, oh my God, are women really saying that? Are there a lot of women who support this? Maybe I shouldn't. But I still have to say it because I know eventually someone is going to come across that information and I want them to remember what I'm saying to you now. It is okay for you to approach. This is a great way to meet women. And you're not going to hurt them. And you're not going to do anything wrong. And you're not going to approach your creepy at 3 a.m. with no one when no one's on the street. No, you're going to do it in a place where she's going to feel safe and it's going to be it's going to feel fine. And there are going to be some women who are going to reject you. And then there's going to be some women who are so glad you did it. And let me tell you how many women would love to tell the story to their family at Thanksgiving dinner, holding your hand, explaining how it was fate that you guys were in the grocery store and he came up to me and he approached me and we started talking. They're going to love to do that. They're going to love it. It's going to be a story that they're going to enjoy to tell. Because what's what's the other story, really? Oh, we met on Hinge. Eh, that's it. That's the end of the story. No one talks about, well, we met on Hinge, and this is what he said, and then I said this back, and then we set up a date, and it was such an interesting story. I'm not saying, by the way, you shouldn't meet women online. Absolutely, you should. But I'm also just saying here, my point is that it's got some romance to it. Now, in this Reddit thread, there were women who said, you know, that I, they understood why online dating for some guys might not work out. So they 
suggest meeting women in groups and meeting women in social settings that have hobbies and things like that. And by the way, I agree with them. That's all great. That's a fantastic way to meet women. But let me tell you something. While that is a fantastic way, you can get really in in big trouble there for your dating life if you're not getting the matches online and you're only trying to meet this small subset of women in these little groups and classes and things like that. Your volume is going to be so low. And I don't think that women are empathetic. Speaking of empathy, I don't think they're empathetic to the fact that us guys don't have the amount of options that women do. So they don't really understand what it might be like to get no matches online and then try one of these groups and only have a few women to talk to and cross your fingers with that a low amount of volume that something's going to work. Because even if you get a date from that, there's no guarantee that the date's going to go to a second date. So you need volume. So that's why I preach you need everything. You need online dating. You want to do groups and social activities and group events and networking events and cold approach or in-person approaches, whatever you want to call it. You need it all. You need the volume. You need to be doing everything as best as you can and hitting on all cylinders to give yourself more options. Because let me tell you something, a guy who's an average looking guy Unless he really knows what he's doing with online, which, by the way, we do teach here at Trip Advice. But unless you really know what you're doing, you're not going to ever be like an average woman on a dating app because they're going to get a lot of men knocking on their door. And I'm not trying to sit here and complain, by the way, as much as it sounds like it is. It's more of just a reality check. That's just the reality. So the reality is for men to get results, other type of work needs to get involved and and be done. Women and men have different types of work that they need to do to get the results they want in their dating life. For men, it's volume. For women, it's more about having the ability to pick through the volume to know who's going to be the best mate for them. That's a whole other situation for them. This is a podcast for you guys. So we need to focus on you. We need to focus on volume. And please, gentlemen, don't listen to those women who are telling you not to do it. Do it. You're going to get opportunities. It's going to be okay. These women are not going to be hurt by you. They're going to survive. So give yourself the opportunity and go do it. I do have help available to you if you need help with getting volume you can always check out my coaching program in fact i really highly recommend it for you guys who are trying to do this on your own and you're still struggling go to coachedbytrip.com and you can apply to work with one of the coaches here at trip advice and we can work with you and make sure that you get the results, you get the volume, you have the online dating profile that's getting matches. We know how to completely turn your dating profile around to get more matches, to get more dates. And we teach you how to go out and approach and meet women in person, cold approach, events everywhere. 
We guide you through it all. So check it out, coachedbytrip.com. Link is in the show notes for you. And now let's get into the archived episode here. And let's listen to this voicemail that I answered and we're talking about approaching. Hey, Trip. This is Charlie. I'm 21 years old. And uh, I have a couple of questions. Well, first of all, I mean, your advice is, uh, it's really good. And I mean, I really appreciate your stuff. I was going to say, okay, for example, whenever I go to the bar or to a nightclub, you know, that's kind of like in a social setting. So I'm okay with approaching with girls. But uh, when it comes to an environment that's not, I guess, social, and I, I've been wanting to talk to girls, how can I pursue that? Like, how can I like interact with them without, I guess, bothering them or just letting them know that I'm interested. And another question, well, I know you said not to have like a beard, but I, I kind of have like a baby face. So I guess whenever I talk to women, they sometimes think I'm really young. They don't take me seriously. So I'm also, what do you think about me just trying to grow a goatee or something along those lines, just to look my age at least. So then they can know I'm, you know, an adult and not a young kid. Hope you hear this. Well, Charlie, I definitely heard it loud and clear. And this is a great question. And the reason why I picked this one, and I know we've kind of talked about this in the past, but God, I, I got to bring it up again, just because it's uh, something that hits close to home here. Being more of an extrovert myself, you know, it was always a little bit easier for me. And by the way, I, I Take that with a grain of salt when I say easier because it was not easy for me, but relatively easier for me to do approaches at a bar versus maybe during the day, you know, the old day game versus night game. So approaching girls, whether it be in some sort of social environment like a nightclub or a bar versus a more casual environment, which happens to be usually during the day. So what's that? That's, you know, at grocery stores, that's on the sidewalk, that's at a bookstore, wherever. And with that in mind, you know, I remember how, how much harder it was for me to go and transition from learning how to approach and meet girls at a bar versus these daytime settings. Just because, you know, when you're in an environment where everyone's talking and socializing, it doesn't feel as weird. And Charlie, I know you understand this because, well, that's by why you're asking the question. It's not as weird to approach a girl or feel as weird to approach a girl at a nightclub or a bar because, if you kind of already know this, they're expecting the approach. They're expecting you to go up. That's usually why girls go to bars. And if you don't know that, well, there it is. That's one of the reasons why girls go out to bars. It's because they want to be approached by guys. They want to talk to guys. Now, of course, you get your one or two girls here and there that aren't interested in talking to any guys. But most girls, if they're single, they want to be talking to guys, especially at a bar. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, well, what about during the day? Now, Charlie, you have trouble during the day. I had trouble during the day. And of course, why? Because we both came down to this odd conclusion that the girls don't want to be bothered. It's like we've convinced ourselves, oh, they want to be bothered at night. Well, how do we know that? Because we've done approaches at night and we've seen that they've been pretty receptive. But during the day, ooh, during the day, you're bothering them. They are really in their own little headspace, their own little world. They're kind of out there doing whatever kind of errand they're doing and they don't want to talk to you. 
well, we're going to reframe this. And again, this is something that may have maybe a repeat to you because I know I've said this in the past, but it really requires me saying again, because a lot of guys aren't getting it through the fixed goal about these daytime or casual approaches. You got to understand that women who are out, okay, it doesn't matter where they are. Doesn't matter how busy they might seem. Doesn't matter how angry they might look. Doesn't matter how they're doing anything in that moment. Okay. What matters is the fact that women who are single, and even some who are not single, by the way, but either way, we're not talking about that. The women who are single, they want to meet quality men. They do. Ask any woman, ask any woman in the world who is single, do you want to meet a quality man? 99.9% will say yes. And the 0.1% who doesn't is just a girl who is just very busy at the moment and not ready to date. But most girls are ready to meet a guy who's awesome and they want that opportunity. And even those girls who say that they really don't because they're busy, they still want to meet a quality guy. They just might be a little jaded in their head that it's not possible or it's not out there. But they all still want to meet someone at least eventually, if not in that moment right now. Okay, so keep that in mind. Now, here's the thing. If you're thinking, oh, I'm bothering them, then something else is going through your mind. The real issue is not this idea of I don't want to bother them. The real issue here, Charlie, is that you're thinking, well, there's something about me that's not good enough or interesting enough or awesome enough that is going to intrigue this girl to want to get to know me or talk to me. So we're talking about some inner core beliefs here that are not working in your favor. You're thinking that this girl doesn't want to meet you unless it's in this perfect kind of setting where everything's just handed to you. Maybe you're introduced by a friend or you're at a bar or something like that. But I'm here to tell you as a guy who has done this, who has lots of experience with this, with myself, with tons of students taking guys out in the field, women, and just talking to women and understanding them and knowing all about them, because this is what I study all the time, okay, is that women, they want to meet men who are quality guys. They want to meet you. They don't want to meet you if you're going to be boring or a dud or embarrass them or do something really weird, but they do want to meet you if you know how to approach them right, if you know how to talk to them, if you know how to do this type of approach, and if you're just an awesome guy in general. They want to meet you, okay? That is a fact. That is what needs to go through your head every single time that you want to go and approach a woman ever, okay? It's going to be a little tough. You're going to have to kind of put it through your filter. There's this thing I call this mental filter that you're going to have to use that's going to have to be something that's conscious in your brain, that you're going to have to use before you do an approach. And you're going to have to filter all these kind of negative or false beliefs. One of them being, you know, let's just, well, let's play it out for a second. Let's say you see a girl and she's kind of hanging out and uh, it's during the day and she's maybe on her phone or just hanging out and you want to approach her because you think she's really cute. What goes through your head? Ooh, no, I don't want to bother her. Uh, I don't want to interrupt her because she's on the phone. Oh, she's too pretty. Oh, she's a boyfriend. You know, all these things, all these thoughts that are completely normal. It's okay to have these thoughts, but then you got to drag them through the filter. Let's call it the trip filter. Okay. That we're going to put in your brain. So if you're listening still to this episode, we're going to 
kind of tattoo this guy into your brain, this filter, the trip filter, that is going to tell you that all those things are nonsense and are not valid or true. And it's okay. Don't be hard on yourself because you're thinking those things. Again, all these are completely normal, but you got to go through them and think about them one by one and say, oh, no, 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 that's not true. Oh, no, that's not true at all. Oh, no, I remember what Tripp said. Girls want to meet quality guys. Wait, am I a quality guy? I am a quality guy. Okay, time to go over and talk to her and introduce her to an awesome guy, i.e. you. Okay, so you got to work that filter and make sure that you know that it's okay that you can go over and talk to her and then that's going to be fine. Okay, the only thing that would stop you is maybe she has a wedding ring on. She has that on, then just forget about it. But if she's got a ring on that's in the wedding ring finger, but it doesn't look like an engagement ring or it's kind of questionable, I would still go over because some girls, for whatever reason, they actually wear just normal rings on their wedding ring finger, but aren't married and they're not trying to make a statement with it. Some girls just do it. I've seen it before. I ask them, I'm like, why do you wear it there? They're like, I don't know. I just I like it there. It looks cool. I'm like, but you're not married. They're like, oh yeah, I don't know. I forget. So if it's not obvious, it's a wedding ring. It looks kind of just plain and normal. I'd still go over and approach, okay? If she's married and she, you know, she tells you, well, she'll tell you. Okay, no harm, no foul, no problem. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to start using this filter in your brain and going over and sparking conversations. And here's the real beauty of it all, okay? The beauty, what's going to end up happening is that you are going to be used to doing this so much that the filter is not going to have to be conscious anymore. It's going to be part of who you are. You're just going to start doing the approaches. Every time you see a girl, you're not going to think anymore about if you're bothering her because you've already done the hardcore action steps to prove to yourself that you can go over and do that, right? So I'm kind of starting you from ground zero, telling you it's okay. You're going to go out and start doing approaches. You're going to find out, oh, this is totally okay. I can do this. I am allowed to go over. Uh, girls want me to go over. Girls want me to talk to them, right? And that this is completely, completely normal. All right? So that's what I want you to do. I want you to start doing that. Now, of course, what do you say? How do you open up? How do you make sure you're not bothering her? Like actually not bothering her? Because of course, you could still bother her technically if you, even though you're, you know, a she wants to be an awesome guy. If you go over there and, and start catcalling her or doing something really obnoxious, well, then she's going to be bothered and she's going to reject you or just flat out not want to talk to you. Okay. So what I want you to do is go over there and I mean, there's a thousand openers you could use, you know, anything that's going to get conversation going, you know, actually I used to be really against these opinion openers. I was like, if you watch any of my old stuff, cause I've been doing this now for like five, six years. Um, well, longer than that, if you count my first podcast that I started in 2009, I've really been going for like seven years, but I was so against opinion openers because they just kind of reminded me of the pickup artists. And as you probably already know, I'm not very fond of a lot of that material because it's very manipulative and, um, just kind of, kind of sweeps the dust under the rug. doesn't really help you get to the core center of, of who you are. Anyway, so let's not go on tangents here. But the point is, I didn't love the opinion openers, but now, you know what? Screw it. Go for it. I just don't love the canned ones. You know, I wouldn't use one that you're going to ask every single girl because honestly, you're going to get bored of it. Even if it works so well, you're going to get bored of it. And a lot of girls see right through it. So if you have a, a question that really is an opinion that you want, 
Well, then go for it. Ask her. Maybe it's something that kind of came up recently. You know, maybe you want to ask her your her opinion on what you're wearing that day because you're working on something with style. You just got a new jacket, right? Maybe you want to approach her and start a conversation regarding something that she's doing or wearing. Maybe she's holding a, a, a an iPhone that's like the new iPhone and you don't have that one yet. You're like, oh, how is that? How does that work, right? Kind of look at your environment and see what you can do to spark up conversation. Like I always say, that doesn't work. Just go over and say, hey, you look cute. I had to come over and say hi. Or comment on something that she's wearing. Comment on her bag. Comment on something that, well, I guess I kind of repeated myself. But yeah, something that she's holding, something that she's doing. It's a really, really great way to start a conversation. And it's not going to be bothering someone because you're giving her the opportunity to meet you. And you're freaking awesome, right? So remember that. That is how you're going to do that. That's how you're going to approach a girl in a casual setting or during the day. And even easier if you're with, she's with a couple of girls, right? Even easier to comment on something and to start a conversation with a couple of girls because everyone will kind of have their opinion and talk to you. So just make sure you work on your body language. You go in there confident. You give really good eye contact, stand up straight, deliver what you have to deliver and go over there like you mean it, like you actually want to be there. So that'd be my my best advice there on getting girls to respond to you when you're going over and approaching in this kind of casual setting. Now, I'm going to go back to Charlie's question here. He talked about, you know, his baby face. And, and so then now we're going to get a little bit off the topic of the approach. But I still want you, the listener, to learn from this question. So here's the deal. You know, you've heard somewhere, Charlie, I guess I've said in the past, no beards. I really kind of mean I don't want you to grow a half-assed beard. Stubble is not a beard, by the way. That's different. I just mean if you can't grow a full beard, and I'd be really shocked if you could at 21. You might be able to. Um, If you can do a full beard, go for it. My warning to you, and this is a fact, is that you're starting to put yourself in a more niche category, which is not a bad thing. Girls, there's plenty of girls that love beards that are actually super attracted to guys with beards, even really, really long, crazy ones. Okay. Um, but you're going to be putting yourself in a smaller category of women that are going to like that because not all girls like beards. Now, again, that is okay. It's okay to kind of put yourself into a more uh, niche category because you'll be a little bit more polarizing, which means that the girls who do like beards really like beards and you're kind of going to be able to attract those girls a lot easier. Now, if you have a baby face and you're 21 years old, go for the beard if you want to. Go tease. I mean, depends on your face. Some girls like it, some girls don't. That could be a good approach, by the way. Grow a goatee, go up to a bunch of girls, ask them their really honest opinions. Do you like this? Does does this look good? And then just talk to them, flirt with them, get their number, right? Could work. Another thing you could do is just grow a little bit of stubble, depending, again, see, this is the tough part, is if you can't grow even a full stubble beard and you have patches, that doesn't look better than having a baby face. A baby face will still win over that because then you're just going to look like a guy who's trying to grow a beard but can't and that is not going to be more attractive than just you, a guy who doesn't have any facial hair at all. So I would think about that a lot, okay? And play around with it, but really my advice to you is if it's patchy, don't grow it, keep the baby face and just, you know, keep on approaching and if they think that you look young, well, you're not, so who cares? You're 21 years old. You know that, they'll eventually find out and there you go. 